Psalm 100 verse 3 tells us, Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Numerous passages in the Bible compare us and our relationship with the Lord to that of a sheep to his shepherd. As I did my research on sheep, I learned some fascinating facts about them. Did you know that sheep have been endowed with a good sense of hearing, excellent peripheral vision with visual fields ranging up to 320 degrees so that they can even see behind themselves without turning their heads? They also can recognize faces. But despite all this, sheep are entirely dependent on their shepherd to provide for their daily needs, guidance, and protection. My guest today is Adasa Troy. She's an award-winning Christian author, blogger, and poet, the Encouraging Blogger Award winner of 2020. She is passionate about encouraging people on the journey of faith and a deeper walk with God. She is a regular contributor to the faith-based platforms Devotable and Koinonia, Compelled Proverbs 31 Ministries blog writer and freelancing community group leader and blogger Voices Network contributor. Hadassah is a contributing author to several faith-based devotional and poetry anthologies. She has been featured on Encourage, Proverbs 31 Ministries, Living by Design Ministries, Thoughts About God, Aletheia Today, Today's Christian Living, and other popular sites. In our conversation today, see how God, as Hadassah's good and faithful shepherd, ushers her through the dark valleys of her life. Stay tuned. Welcome to Digging Deep for Treasures podcast. This is your host, Cecile Valoria, a Christian author and a retired teacher. This podcast is to encourage women to grow in their faith and harness the power of the Holy Spirit as we unearth scriptural truths so that we can live a peace-filled life in this fear-prone world. Now sit back, relax, and let's dig deep for treasures from His Word. Adasa Troy. She is my guest today, and I am so thankful that she's here with us. There is so much good that I have seen from her blogs and her story. And so I wanted to go ahead and invite her and give her a chance to bless our audience today too. So why don't you start by telling us about yourself? Hello to all listeners and thanks so much Cecil for inviting me on your podcast. It is a great honor being here and I really hope that your listeners will be encouraged and inspired by the stories I will share. Yeah, I'm a Bulgarian. Uh, I live in Bulgaria, far away, far away from you, but I'm so happy that we can connect this way on, on this podcast. I'm a Christian author, blogger, 
poet and speaker. I have uh, started his uh, ministry in 2017. Uh, uh -huh. First as uh, bilingual ministry, I was doing my blog in Bulgarian and in English. But I felt uh, so compelled uh, in 2019 to focus uh, on my English-speaking uh, readers and audience. So since then, I'm doing everything in English. My blog uh, is about providing resources uh, for motivating people to keep uh, firm uh, and steady in their faith, to advance on the way of faith. And actually, it offers biblical encouragement and uh, real-life applications of faith in, in the form of Bible studies, devotionals, and so on. I also write poems, more in Bulgarian than in English, uh, because yeah, poetry is a special kind. I have also uh, published one poetry book in 2020, but again in Bulgarian, although I have some poems in English too. I have also a YouTube channel. It is by my name, Adasa Troy Otta. It's called the channel. Yeah, and I'm connecting with uh, the people in the, diff in the different uh, kind of social media, nearly all social media, but I guess I can uh, tell uh, more about this in the end, how people can connect with me. Uh, about my personal life, I have actually a master in international relation relations. Wow. This is what I studied. I speak four languages, oh so <laughs> German, Russian, and Bulgarian. But English is, of course, my number one because uh, uh -huh. I studied in an English language school as a secondary education. I have worked a lot in the marketing, so as a marketing manager and as a translator. Uh -huh. I have married an Austrian and I lived 15 years in Austria in the beautiful city of Graz. Unfortunately, I lost my husband unexpectedly in 2020. And mm. because of this, I needed to move uh, back to Bulgaria. So actually, mm. I'm a widow. I didn't expect to be a widow at this age, but obviously this is uh, God's plan. And I'm living now in uh, Bulgaria. Uh, here is my family, my parents, uh, my relatives, the families of my brother, sister, and so on. And dealing with my ministry i'm uh, i love reading i love walking i love being in nature and meeting friends so this is a little bit about me i hope the listeners yes. can have a little bit now of a portrait of me yeah. who i am and what i'm doing yeah you talked about losing your husband in 2020 and you were in austria then right yes and so can you tell us about how that affected you and that's such a big question. I know it's a difficult thing. In fact, um, this is one transition in life. It is one of the storms that's very, very strong. How did you yes. deal with it? What things helped you to cope yes. with the loss? So when I lost my husband, I felt exactly this, that I'm teared apart, that actually one half of me is gone. Because mm -hmm. I think uh, in, in marriage, uh, people too become one. And I yeah. mean, really on all levels, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally. And then then this, this union is gone. So this uh, one half of this union is gone. And uh, 
this is very, very difficult to process. Um, so as far as I remember in the first days and uh, weeks of, uh, of my loss, uh, it was actually a blur and I felt that uh, my world was turned upside down. I lost completely my feeling of safety and security. I lost also the feeling of home. I couldn't recognize anymore uh, my home or I didn't feel at home because yeah. home and family was gone. So yeah. to say, and um, yeah, it was very devastating. I can describe it the best that I was simply plunged in darkness. Mm -hmm. So uh, pl plunged in deep, dark water. The waters closed above me and this was it, darkness. And it was interesting because um, one in, immediately after the loss, uh, in the first days, I can't remember now exactly, but one of the verses uh, with which God spoke to me, and this was really a Rema verse, which helped me a lot then, was one verse in Job. Now I can't recall exactly, maybe I, maybe I note it down somewhere, but the verse says something like this, that... Um, the darkness you were plunged in will not silence you. Or he said, Job mm. said, the darkness I mean will not silence me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it will it will not take me down. So I'm paraphrasing yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so I I took this very personally because first God really saw and acknowledged that I was in darkness. So yes. he was not, no, he was not minimizing this or trying to yeah. do something, some nice things. Yeah. And second, uh, this, it will not silence me. Uh, I took it as the, it will not silence my faith. Yes. It will not silence my testimony. Yeah. I will continue to be a witness for Christ because after that mm -hmm. I experienced really, um, very big struggle maybe the first in the first year exactly struggling in my faith in my in my trusting the lord mm -hmm. um so i struggle with disillusionment in faith to a certain extent yeah. i think yeah. all my core beliefs and also this foundation of faith that i had was shaken actually mm -hmm. all my core beliefs were put to test do I actually really believe this and that and that, that God is good, that God is merciful, that God uh, loves me, that God wishes me well and everything yeah. like this? Because it is very difficult to reconcile such a life-altering loss with God who is good and who is yes. merciful and who is just because this, is actually, this was actually a premature death. And of um, course, we prayed a lot about my husband, not only me, a lot of, a lot of people prayed about yeah. his, uh, his healing, um, and for him to live. And God didn't answer this prayer, uh, the way yeah. we hoped and expected. So it was very difficult to reconcile this. And on top of this, we had really a very good marriage. I mean, he was my best friend, my, my yeah. greatest supporter. Yeah, my greatest friend and uh, protector and provider. I mean, uh, from uh, uh, after God, I want to say, of course, uh, from from humans, from, uh, from yeah. all the people yeah. who was exactly and, yeah uh, taking uh, this person from my life. This uh, this was very hard to process. However, what I experienced is that in the first months, God provided for me somehow. He carried me because, you know, in the first days and months, all this organizational stuff, all these things that you need to do, documents, the funeral, everything you need to yeah. need, so many things to organize. And uh, 
actually you are you are nearly you feel helpless or you feel so yes. um, confused and you don't have the power to do this mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. but god sent me help this is yes. god sent me really help yeah. for everything so somehow he carried me through this uh, these days and weeks also the transition to bulgaria because this was also very difficult to organize uh, this um, this transition in all kind of forms uh, my whole belongings uh, all documents mm -hmm. and all this because to, to move the point of life from one country to another is also a major undertaking and then to do yeah. it when you are so fresh in grief yeah was not easy but he really sent me help and provided for me and uh, me personally then uh, i couldn't believe that i was able actually to do all yeah. this in these yeah. first months i yeah. couldn't believe it but my only explanation was that uh, it was god behind me and very often in these days, he also gave me this vision and this scripture, which is actually one of my very favorite scriptures in mm -hmm. Isaiah 40, 31. The, the one who trusts in the Lord, uh, they will, he will renew their strength. They will be like eagles and they will not faint. They will be strong and they will yes. have strength for everything. This is very important for me, this scripture, because uh, I think one day before my husband died, I was walking... Uh, in the cemetery because we mm -hmm. live near the cemetery and then in the in the sky i saw really a vision from clouds so god painted me a picture from clouds and i recognized uh -huh. in these clouds so two eagles so oh this my is how goodness. when i saw it and yeah. i saw okay these are eagles and then this scripture came to mind this was the day before he died and I really then uh, often come to this vision of eagles and then the scripture and have also did a, I also did a little bit of study of eagles and what does it mean and this was very helpful for me. It is amazing yeah. how our God is so into the details of our lives. Yes, absolutely. Just, yeah, absolutely. just even knowing that what you felt was darkness when you lost yes. your husband. And then yes. he sent you the scripture from Job, yes. Yes. which addressed the darkness that yes. you were feeling. And then now with the scripture that you just mentioned, Isaiah 40, 31, 40, yeah, yes. which is also one of my favorite scriptures. Yes. And just the vision in the sky. He is such an amazing God who not only loves us and cares for us, but is so so in tune with every detail of our life yes. that i mean there are billions of people in this earth trillions and yet here you are he still takes care of everything that you need at the very right moment at and exactly what you need yes. so Praise God, praise the Lord that we have him in our lives. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Without yeah. him, I would not have survived this loss. I need to say honestly. Yeah. Without him, it's not possible. But he's really and truly the strength of my heart. This mm -hmm. is now really proven to this. And um, his faithfulness, I'm simply amazed at his faithfulness. I, I still, of course, have my white questions. They are not answered and perhaps yeah. they will not be answered on this earth. But uh, yeah, I'm, I see his care and I'm learning to trust his sovereignty more or his, yeah. uh, his hidden part of him, his wisdom and 
because his ways are truly mysterious and they are truly higher than ours and yes. we simply need to trust him and one day we will see the, the full picture we, need yes. some, we, we see now some fragments and some pieces of the puzzles here and there but yeah. we simply need to trust and uh, i'm learning to do this more and more every day yeah. and what i actually learned then in the second year and i want to say this is that actually i learned that it's possible to find life and joy again because yeah. the first the first one and a half year i could not do this and i couldn't think of this i mean sadness was prevailing and yeah. like a blanket it was enveloping everything yeah but um, it's interesting. I don't know if choosing um, a word for the year, because a lot yes. of people do this in the beginning of the year. Yes, I do. In yeah. fact, I don't choose it. Mm -hmm. I pray for it, and he gives it yes. to me. Yes, like yes. last year, it was rejoice. Yes. This year, it's believe. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is your word for this year? Yeah, for this year, it's white. Strange, I didn't expect this word, but then I got also a lot of confirmation and in the Bible, different words and, uh, uh -huh. and uh, verses and chapters. The word is connection. I'm still uh, uh -huh. now um, digging into this word to find in what direction. And up to now, of course, I'm, uh, I found three directions of this word. One is, of course, on the first connection with God. And uh -huh. of course, I uh -huh. want for deep, deeper connection with him. The next is connection with various people on different levels or in my relationships. Uh -huh. But there is also a third, I think, level which God is showing me. And this is connection between the old and the new. So the oh. old that was in my life yes. and is transitioning into the new me and the new way of life that I'm now living. So on these three levels. And the interesting was that in in the first year after the loss, uh, this was 2021, my word for the year was comfort. Okay, this is oh. natural and logical to think about this. Okay, yeah. God will comfort yeah. me. He will give me comfort. Yeah. But then on next year, 2022, he gave me the word joy. Oh. And this this was scandalous for me because in the beginning yeah. of the year, I thought, God, are you joking with me? I mean, why yeah. are you giving me the word joy? I was thinking perhaps he will give me the word hope yeah. or restoration or uh -huh. healing uh -huh. or something yeah. like this. Yeah. He gives me joy. Yeah. And uh, actually, this really proved correct. And last year was the year when I, I started to feel and experience joy again. I mean, more joyful moments. I was somehow able to enjoy life again, which was not yes. possible before. Yes. And this is yes. a lesson I'm learning because I really didn't, in my grief, in my pain, I didn't think it's possible. I mean, yes. to find life again, to find joy again, to enjoy life yes. but actually it's possible and i'm having more good moments than bad moments and this uh -huh. is really only possible with god god is really able to heal the deepest losses the losses we don't think we yeah. could survive but actually we can with him this is something i'm learning with uh, with this loss and the second thing i'm learning which is also very powerful is that i'm learning that god is enough so even if i really lose anything which i think is precious and is precious to my life i mean relationships mm -hmm. people uh, i mean i'm not even talking about possessions because i mean my priority list they are lower but yes. really the things that are 
core, core things to us that they are very precious. And now learning practically that really he is enough. And I am uh, very often uh, saying to, to myself this verse and thinking and meditating on it. Psalm 23, verse mm -hmm. 1, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. So I have everything. Yes. I lack nothing. Exactly. In, in every yeah. moment, in every day, doesn't matter yeah. how I feel. Yeah. The truth is that I really lack nothing. He is enough yeah. for this yeah. life and for the next life. And I just got the word that you were talking about in your transitions. I just shared or dropped an episode about steps in effectively dealing with transitions. Mm -hmm, in life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in John 14, 1, Jesus tells his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe in me also. Yes. And in all our transitions, that, that truly applies to us if we like your story you believed in what god gave you you believed yes. in his word and he gave you that joy which you didn't think that you would ever yes again achieve. so it's it's believing in him you put your trust in him through the difficulty of that yes. transition yes. from yes. having your husband to not having him yes. and the thing is god is always faithful no matter absolutely, what. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yes, so, so you described this very well, this process. Actually, this is our life of faith. Without this, we, we, we can't overcome anything. But with this, I mean, exactly this process, God is faithful. He gives us his word. The yes. spirit uh, um, enlightens this word for us. So yeah. gives us this rema. But then it's on us if we are holding on to this word, if we are believing this word. If we are declaring and praying this word for us, and then yeah. it really becomes life for, our, for us, and God is able to work in our hearts and heal us. Because yeah. healing is really um, hard work. It's it's a process. I mean, it's it doesn't happen automatically. Yeah, we need really to put our faith actively and our trust actively and our hope actively. And even if we have doubts and questions, and as I, as I mentioned, I mm -hmm. had this period when I, when I struggled with this disillusionment and, uh, and I was fighting with God. So let's yeah. say like this, yeah. I was fighting yeah. with him, but this was necessary. I mean, I needed yeah. to come to him and, uh, let uh, everything which is in me, uh, be poured upon, uh, I mean, uh, poured out, uh, uh, yeah. on him and upon him and uh, in a form of lament and I dealt a lot I even wrote a blog post about this I mean how to worship God with emotional integrity yeah. emotional integrity is very difficult lament uh, is very uh, important lament is very important because yeah. uh, we need to come and really be real with God because without, yeah. without this without this uh, opening our hearts not just the words we are saying I yeah. mean, uh, these are the emotions behind the words. These are the things we are yeah. not saying to God yeah. behind yeah. the words. But yeah. I'm so happy that he really answers everything because he sees not only the words, he sees behind the words, our emotions, our yeah. needs uh, uh, that we are not even capable of expressing. Yeah. I'm so, so, so grateful about this, that he, he sees, he answers, and he provides in advance Uh very often it happens to me, and I'm so happy about this. 
I'm tormented by something and I'm not uh -huh. even uh, started uh, to, to pray or I mean in my uh -huh. daily routine, I haven't started my prayer or something. Then I open my Bible and it's already there. I mean, yeah. the, the word the encouragement or, or in my email I got a, uh, yeah. a newsletter or something and it addresses exactly this issue which I don't even have uh, found the words how to bring it to God or something yeah like he's he's really amazing yeah yes he is he really yes. is and when you talk about lament if you go yes. into the Psalms a lot of David's Psalms our yes, lament, yes, but yes. he also has some writings where he starts with just focusing on God's character and who God yes. is. There are Psalms where he doesn't even say anything about his laments or his complaints, but just praises God for who he is. Absolutely. And that is one thing about our God. For one thing, we, we can't really keep anything from him because he knows everything in yes. our hearts, in our minds. Yes. And so... What I, I believe that when you say, you know, he wants you to be authentic is he wants us to have that authentic relationship with him yes, because yes. he is a God of truth. Absolutely. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And there is nothing that is hidden from him. Absolutely. There is nothing that is false that can stand before him. And yes, so he yes. wants us to come clean to him. Not Absolutely. clean uh, and sinless because we are sinful and we take all this to him and surrender all this yes, at yes. the foot of the cross because this is why Jesus died for us. Yes. Yeah. yes. So before we started this recording, we talked about your struggles with panic attacks and anxiety. Did you, this develop? when your husband died or after your husband died or did you experience this before and would you like to expand on that yes i would like to expand a little bit on that actually the grief is very interesting thing because uh grief then uh, there is like anxiety which is really grief induced anxiety and mm. uh, grief opens a whole a whole world of insecurities insecurities yeah. doubts anxieties and so but this is something different and my biggest struggle with anxiety and panic attacks actually well, uh, happened before i lost my husband okay. uh this was in 2014 and it was uh, in the framework of my journey with in, in my struggle uh, with infertility so actually mm -hmm. it was connected with my wish to become a mother and my yeah inability to do this yeah. um, and actually I remember when I first experienced a panic attack I thought I was dying I mean yeah. it was so intense that mm -hmm. um, I never experienced in my life anything like this this total total loss of control of mm -hmm. the body yeah uh, and uh, it was so intense and I didn't know what it is so I had uh, several um, experiences like this and uh, nobody was able to tell me what it is. I was brought to emergency and so, and mm. yeah. And so uh, did this happen suddenly to you? Out of blue. I mean, yeah. it was after uh, a short vacation with my husband. Yeah. So I was relaxed. We were yeah. traveling in, in the yeah. car. And then it happened. I mean. Wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, but then I learned that it, it can really happen like this. Not when you are really stressed. And when you are under pressure, but yeah. in moments when you are relaxed, 
and yeah. then it comes from, yeah. from nowhere, from nowhere. But then, yeah, I prayed a lot and uh, then actually it was the Holy Spirit of God telling yeah. me the word, implanting these words in my, in my head, panic attack. Yeah. And then I went to a doctor yeah. and then I said, I think I have panic attacks <laughs> and describe okay. all these things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then actually they really diagnosed me with this uh, anxiety disorder panic attacks. Yeah. But it was God revealing to, to me that these yeah. are panic attacks. Yes. This was really amazing. And it was very, this brought a great relief actually because uh, then the, the the struggle was taken from this uh, physical uh, level where yes. you don't know what's happening to your body. Actually, it was taken then to the mind level. Yes. Because then, then it's the real struggle. Yeah. And I was then praying a lot to God to give me some kind of weapon, some, uh, some verse or something. Uh, yeah. Actually, I really needed something very short, maybe a word or two. Because yeah. when, when, when you are in such a condition, you don't have the time and you don't have the ability to, to pray some long prayers or, or to do something because Correct. even this is very difficult. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, the Lord was faithful and uh, he gave me actually in uh, the form of, of two songs, uh, uh, some some declarations or, or verses which I can uh, like weapon of war, which I hold on to. Uh, the first uh, was um, uh, from Psalm 27, verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Uh, yes. And actually, this was a very nice song. Uh, I don't know if you know this uh, singer song writer Joshua Aaron, who is a Hebrew Jewish uh, um, singer, uh -huh. and he sings a very nice song, Hoshiamna. Uh -huh. And he sings this uh, this Psalm twenty seven one in in this uh -huh. uh, in this song. And the second, this for sure you know, this is Chris Tomlin's the Lord of the Lord of Angel Armies Tomlin. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. So uh, yeah. and this this uh, this is so uh, this became so my my motto and my constant uh, declaration. I mean, uh, he's saying I think. Um, the Lord of Angel Armies uh, is uh, behind me. He is uh, yeah. beside me. He is in, goes in, uh -huh. be, be, before me. So actually, yeah. he is all around me. Yeah. And um, this was very helpful. Uh, and this was all my battling verses. And uh, then we started a long process, actually, with the Lord of, of healing and of um, uh, exchanging. Uh, so let's say fear-filled thinking. Yeah with faith-filled thinking and this yes. of course is a process yeah um, this takes uh, a lot of time and um, a lot of um, obedience and daily following of the lord and as you said this is very important putting my faith in practice of in the words that the lord is giving me Actually, yes. this was the key. And this is still the key if we want freedom, if we want healing, if we want change. We need simply to trust these words. We need to accept them as, as seeds in our minds, in our hearts, and then grow them and grow them and trust them and trust them. And um, yeah, I love a lot uh, the chapters in uh, Jeremiah 30, 31, 33. They speak a lot of healing and restoration. Mm -hmm. And also Isaiah 49, especially Isaiah 49, because it yes. builds a very nice picture uh, for, of transition from yes. desolation, from a state of desolation, hopelessness uh -huh. and um, despair to a state of 
prosperity, blessedness, and, and healing. So the Lord spoke a lot to me uh, with these chapters and these words. So these mm -hmm. visions, actually, these are not yeah. those words, these are pictures, these are visions. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, another, another very important step, um, I think, in the process of dealing with panic attacks for me was that uh, the Lord was showing me to uh, and asking me to open up yeah. and speak and mm -hmm. uh, share because this was kind of a taboo. No, it was a lot um, of years uh, taboo. I mean, this is a topic that the, that people don't often so, so so share openly and also in my yeah. family and, and friend yeah. circle. I mean, the infertility and wanting children and all the procedures you are going and why is not happening. I mean, it was not so, uh, I mean, of course, yeah. I, I have shared, let's say, facts. But it's yeah. one thing to share facts and another yeah. thing to share your heart, to say yeah. really how you are feeling and yeah. to share your feelings. And this is painful. Uh -huh. and all these disappointments and everything and uh, this was a very important step to, to share to talk about it this was very helpful and I think there was there's something uh, there, there was one more step which was very important mm -hmm. um, so let me see ah yeah of course of course, maybe the most important step I'm, I'm taking a look in my notes. This is this was the step of acceptance and letting yeah. go. Because actually it took me years, really yeah. years, to accept. Yeah. I mean, this process of acceptance that it is not the Lord's will to have biological yeah. children. I will not yeah. have biological children. And it yeah. was it was really a painful process, and this is actually the process also of surrender. But yeah. with surrender comes greater peace. Actually, when I was finally able to make peace with this situation, then yeah. peace came. Then uh, panic attacks receded, or the decrease oh. and fears. And this is very, very important step. And I also learned for the first time in this um, in with panic attacks about the so-called controlling desires. So actually, okay. everything has the potential to become a controlling desire. Everything. Yeah. If this is a strong yeah. desire about something, uh, and if uh, there are obstacles um, also in uh, fulfillment of this desire, everything has this potential. And the controlling desire is actually an idol. Because yeah. it takes so much... Um, energy from us and so much mental yeah. and emotional energy that we are yeah. putting in this and my wish to become a mother with the time has turned yeah. into such controlling desire yeah and, and it can be anything yes anything a matter. relationship a person yeah. a thing anything anything even writing and even, you know even even, even yes. i was just studying acting one to seven yes, today yes it talked about how the disciples were continuing on with the ministry that jesus gave them yes. and then some of the some of the other disciples were concerned were complaining that mm -hmm. there were some widows that were not being taken yes. care of and so you have to look at these are both good mm -hmm. The things that we do are good. The writing that yes. we do are good. Yes. The podcast, everything is good. Yes. But then you have to put your priorities because God does not want, he is a jealous God 
in a yes. sense that he wants our full love and devotion. attention and devotion. Yes. yes. And so we have to make sure that we don't have those little idols. And I love how the disciples looked at how are we going to solve this? Because, yes. you know, yes. taking care of the widows and is also good, but we also have to do this. And they met together and they yes. discussed yes. and they looked at who can we designate this to who can we assign this to so that we can continue on with the ministry of jesus exactly, christ exactly so you, what you're saying is absolutely true and right and we need to guard really our hearts constantly because the yes. danger is here about everything and these are good things i mean to have a child yes. is a good thing yes uh, for example some people want to have a family or to have a husband and this is a good thing but this can yes. also become a controlling desire i knew some single yes. women i mean much younger than me who really desperately wanted to marry and at a certain um, uh, level this can also become a controlling desire because yeah. your mind is occupied with this constantly yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially as you said in our writing ministries or generally in ministry, there is really a big danger because the ministry itself can become this idol and uh, uh, yeah. the things we are doing for Christ can occupy our minds and hearts to such an extent that actually uh, they are taking the place of God and we uh, this mental yeah. and emotional energy that, that our relationship with him desires. And um, yeah, I'm also regularly taking checks of my card or actually uh, I think God is prompting me to taking these checks you know I'm reading when I'm praying because I by asking the question uh, what will happen if this don't happen I mean what will yes. happen if I never publish a book what will yes. happen if for example will, my blog will never reach these uh, followers yeah. or what will happen yeah. if uh, things how will I feel or is this really matters I mean yeah I'm checking this uh, regularly because I'm thinking, actually, God is the initiator of our ministries. He yes. has initiated us. And these are not our ministries in the first place. Yes. His ministry. Yes. Us. Exactly. And it is actually ab about him. And he decides about the results. He decides about the channels. He, he decides about the people this is going to reach. Mm -hmm. He also decides about the messages that we will he gives us and the ways and the, the the words and and everything actually this is his ministry and yes. it is up to us up to us to follow him to be faithful in executing what we are feeling and perceiving that he wants us mm -hmm. to do and everything else is up to him it's not up to yes. us i mean yes. we may want this and that and be following and this and that but it's not up to us <laughs> Yeah, this is important. The miracles and wonders are his. Absolutely. We are his yes. vessels. Yes. We are his hands and feet. Yes. But we are not the one who produces miracles and wonders. No. This no. are all his. So Absolutely. we need to give it back to him. And I think that's yes. the yes. thing with having idols is that we put in our own strength and our own yes. efforts towards it and yes. it leaves us discouraged it leaves us frustrated and short of yes. what yes. we want it will never 
complete us or it will never no, satisfy no, us because no, it no. is not his but when yes. we let go of that and when we give it to him and allow him to work it through us then we see how he shows us his character his goodness his faithfulness and everything that is about him and his glory shines yes absolutely yes so he is like what we said we can't say it enough we have such an amazing god how are you now in terms of your anxiety and panic attack i'm actually very well thanks god Good. i mean i'm really i think i'm really completely healed the panic attacks never ever came back yeah so they they i experienced them in, um, in as i said in uh, 2014 yeah uh and i think in in beginning of 2015 was the last i think panic attack that i ever uh -huh. had and uh and this was all actually also very interesting because i think uh, i didn't know that it was my last but i was quite uh, uh, fr um, frustrated and um, in despair and i prayed uh -huh. desperately to god and saying when will this end i mean i yeah. want this to end yeah. and then actually i uh, i opened my bible as usually and uh, i read um, i think something in esther i read uh, and there was then some date and month mentioned uh -huh. and uh and said yeah well, let me check what date meant because there was the, the Hebrew months and yeah then I checked and it was uh I think the month August and uh, -huh. uh it's a, and then I somehow translated this to me that okay this is now the end I mean for me the all just the end the bank <laughs> said nah this is not possible now can't believe that this will be my last or my last time uh -huh. but actually then i'm actually wrong because if it was gorgeous this was really then the last panic attack in gorgeous never i i still struggle with anxiety but i never yeah. again get experienced a panic attack and it was funny because it, i don't know if um, the persons who experienced panic attacks they know that one of the greatest fear is the fear of the panic attack itself that it will come that you will experience yes yes, yes. i and, agree uh, yes and uh, actually i'm i'm so thankful to god because not only that he delivered me from panic attacks i never had again after this uh, -huh. uh but he also delivered me from this fear of having a yeah. panic attack i think also the this anxiety disorder was a little bit longer process but yeah. now i i need to say i'm really free i'm i feel stable i feel good because also this process in my thinking has changed and everything from my past and from my from my current problems then was actually yeah. processed with god and as I yeah. said, peace was made with my infertility, with my design, uh, with my desire to be a mother. This is something very beautiful, I need to say. Uh, this was also the cherry uh, on the top, because, uh -huh. uh, with my infertility, I mean. And because yeah. I was said, I made peace, but I was said that I will not have biological children. And then God, God talked to me through the book of Stacy Eldridge. And I, there was some newsletter from this book uh, with a small chapter in it and so. And then she, she she talked in this book about that we are all called to mother i mean we are not mothers but we are called to mother we are not all biological yes. mothers and actually uh i accepted this from the word of god and i accepted this that 
I may not have uh, biological children, but I will have spiritual uh, yes. children and I can mother the children in my life. And yes. I can be a mother and I can give birth to spiritual sons and daughters. I can give birth to my colleagues, to ministries, to books, yes. to whatever. Yes. So actually, everybody, every woman is called to be a mother. Yes. And I can be fruitful in this. And I think this is yes. a very powerful word for uh, for women who, who have uh, no their own biological children. I can kind of relate to that. The, the people who led me to Christ, I mm -hmm. call them my spiritual parents. They yes. don't have kids, but I am yes. one of their spiritual children. And I mean, I've been a Christian for more than 40 years. And wow. up to wow. now, we still connect with each other. Yes. And yes. I still look up to them as my spiritual parents. That's wonderful. And I probably was meant for them. Yes. <laughs> As a spiritual child. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, what you're saying is true. Yeah. You are a mother to a lot of people who you have blessed with your messages, with your testimony, with your witness. And so you have children there you might not even know. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm saying to myself too. Yeah. And also yeah. I have uh, physical children in my life for which I'm very thankful. These are my uh, nephew and nieces. Yes. Uh -huh. And I'm really uh, happy to be their aunt and yeah. to build a relationship with them. And I'm thankful also to have children in my life too. Yeah. Um, who, of course, will not stay children for long because they are growing yeah. and will be soon adults. Yeah. This is life. Adasa, you have given us so much treasure this hour. And is there something that you want to say to the audience as a, a parting gift of encouragement or blessing? It's difficult because there is so much that uh, we say <laughs> to bless and to encourage and to give hope. So what can be my parting message? It's really difficult to choose from, from so many things. But I think I will uh, finish with uh, these two things. First is that for all who are grieving, I want to say, that it is very important to, to know, and it is the truth, that as Christians, we can grieve with hope. There is hope for us. And this is the hope for eternity. This is the hope yeah. for inheritance with God, because this is this life here is not everything. And yeah. when we lose somebody, we see it, and we can hold on to our eternal hope, because Jesus yeah. is our first, first, uh, personal hope. He is the hope of glory actually this is all that matters and and the second refers to emotional healing and here i want to share and to leave you with this verse and with this verse god spoke to me a lot through the last months and i'm mm -hmm. holding on to this verse this verse was the lord helped me with this verse when i uh, struggled with panic attacks and anxiety now mm -hmm. he helped me with this verse when i struggle with grief and with deep loss and I want also to share this verse and encourage the listeners with this. This is again in Job, in Job chapter 11. These are verses 16 and 17. And here uh, Job says, you will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as waters gone by. Life will be brighter than noonday and darkness will become like morning. <laughs> so I think this is really a very powerful promise for emotional healing. Yeah. Because the Lord can really heal our memories. He can heal our painful emotions. Of course, we will rem remember what happens to yeah. us. But yeah. we will not have the pain, this emotional yes. pain, 
when we remember this. We will remember it just as waters come by. And of course, the Lord can turn our darkness into bright light. Thank you so much for those two, Adasa. They are such a blessing and that's true. Um, When you were talking about the last verse in Job, it kind of brought me back to also Isaiah 40, 31. 40, 31, yes. Um, And I've experienced this where God lets you kind of go through your your troubles and challenges and your yes. your heartaches and yet even if normally it would crush you or it would devastate you he gives you that cushion yes. where it seems like you are just flying with wings like eagles and you yes. can see yourself going through that devastation and yet you don't feel that where you are crushed i love that verse too Mm -hmm. that although we go through struggles and heartaches and yes what doesn't destroy us exactly we are crushed crushed, but not destroyed exactly yeah this is wonderful and this is exactly what god does with us with his power and with his love he's taking this destroying sting or the destroying power of the tragedies pains and losses and uh in this sense, really nothing can harm us. I mean, yes, yes it can touch us, yes. but it cannot destroy us. It cannot yes. really harm us. It cannot harm our souls. Yes, our bodies, of course, but not yes. our souls. Because yes. they are really safe in God's hands. Adasa, this has been such a wonderful time spent with you. Me too. I, I totally, enjoyed it a lot. I truly appreciate your being here with us and blessing me as well as our listeners. So thank you so much, Adasa. Thanks, Cecil. It's a big blessing for me too to be here. I enjoyed every minute of it. And I hope that our listeners will be also blessed and encouraged. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Digging Deep for Treasures. If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to subscribe so you don't miss any future ones. Of course, it would be amazing if you leave a rating and review. This will help more women find the podcast and grow in their faith and peace. If you're not sure how to leave a rating and review, click on the podcast app you're listening to and look for the ratings and review option. I'd also like to invite you to join my private Facebook group so we can get to know each other more. It's a great community where we can engage, learn, and grow together. Just hop on to at Digging Deep for Treasures, then enter your name and email and you'll receive an invite for the group. You can also connect with me on my website, cecilvaloria.com or on Instagram at, at Valoria Cecile. Thank you once again and may you have a blessed week. See you next week.